world, the American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting live from the most hungover Mary Arnicky weekend I've experienced in many years. This is the worst little podcast in the world, and I am your host, the Reverend Rory Dowd. With us, as always, my good buds, Nick and Rick, and the lovely Cadillac. We don't have any guests this week because it's all about Nick. Yay! On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Just Nick. <laughs> it's Just Nick. His old stage name. Fuck you, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Nick. That's from Michael, Michael Mara. Mara. Michael my Mara. old friend. Fuck you, Nick. Aww. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me sad every time I hear that. <laughs> uh, I almost fucking wrecked well, my I, car. That, that's that pretty sample. a kind thing to have been said about you. Well, by Mike, it's a compliment. You know? Yes. Exactly. He only says fuck you to well, his friends. But it's not as good as some things that other celebrities <laughs> might have to say about you. Hey, man, it's me, Kevin Smith. <gasps> oh, hey, Kevin. That guy. How you doing? Kevin, we're talking, about, we're talking about Nick's album today. Excellent. You know, it's got more than 10 songs. 10! So, <laughs> 11, actually, so yeah. Have you been working on it? How long have you been working on it for, Nick? Yeah, we started in March, right? At the end no, of March? No, but I mean, March, writing the songs, it? it's been at least like... Oh God! Yes, these are old. A lot of old songs from. Would the you past. say they've been at least ten years, man? <laughs> Has it been ten years? Ten years? Yeah, ten. at least. Some of them, yeah. Some of them Some older. Of them older than that. Because you had these yeah. songs before we started this podcast. You know what podcast yeah. that is, right? The worst little podcast in the world. Yeah, I, I could say. Uh, hey, Kevin, what do you think of that title? The best little title in all of podcasting, man. Hey, Fuck thank yeah, you, sir. That is, that's you. right. Thanks, dude. <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah, but Nick's album is out, Kevin. Way to go. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Lots <laughs> of love. Lots of love to you, man. You're an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> this could get old really fast, but, but oh, it already has. Right? I know, it already has. I know. <laughs> well, hey everybody, welcome back to the show again. Um, we hope you enjoyed uh, uh, that. Uh, if you haven't caught the whole video, um, there is a little message from Kevin Smith to us that's on the um, the uh, Facebook page for the podcast. So go check that out. Um, it's uh yeah, it's the week after Mary Anarchy. Uh, uh, it, it's a little it's early like the this day year. after, really. It is the day uh, after, yeah. but people won't hear this for like a week. Yeah. yeah, we usually don't do a show. No, this day, no show after Mary Anarchy. We're exhausted, right? But but it's but. a little different. I didn't spend eighty nine hours at the bar uh, in two days. You know, uh, but we just spent a lot of hours. This is the quickest Mary Anarchy we've ever put together. We started planning this about September 10th. So we yeah. based, and we had to have all the bands submit videos to us by uh, September 30th to give our video editor enough time, like basically uh, two and a half weeks to put it all together. This was just balls to the wall. Okay, we're doing this. We're going to do it. Then, all right, now, like we, yeah, we had like an eight week lead time on this show and it came off pretty well. 
The videos both days were a lot of fun. If you haven't checked them out, please check them out on YouTube through Active Alliance. It's uh, uh, Keep Jubs Alive. Keep Jubs Alive. Anarchy. Day two. Day Day one one and day two. two. And uh, last I checked, uh, uh, the GoFundMe alone was over 9000 Right. That's good. But we would love to give um, them a lot more. Do we have the money from the uh, the auction in yet? No, but I know it's it's pretty high up there. Uh, For I mean, very anarchy. Like, those are good north numbers. North of a grand, I'd imagine. That's a good, those are good numbers for a very oh, yeah, anarchy. We, I, I can confidently say we got ten grand. That's for, for sure. sure. Uh, we, it's it's going to be Fucking 11, day, 12. Man. Could be more. Well, it was nice we could do that for Jeb Jobs. And I want a special shout out to my wife, Mikey, who kills yeah. it on the silent auction and has invented an awesome system that works really well. And, and and on, on the backside of it all, on the organizational team, we can't do this without her. Like, she was such a good uh, note taker and keeping everybody on task. I, I like just a good, yeah. a good showrunner. Yeah, she's she's managed teams for her work um, too for years, decades, you know. So I think that that comes into play when we're organizing, you know, strong leaders in the in the workplace. <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you, Mikey. Like, Namaste. That was awesome. <laughs> thank you, Mikey. Yeah, are you are you going to quit doing Mary Anarchies or Namaste? <laughs> She's going to stay. Jokes. Yeah, you guys. Um, and people could still give, I'm sure. The GoFundMe is not going to come down soon, right? It's not like Mary Anarchy's over. If you didn't see it, just go, it's just still go watch it. Like, yeah. A- Active Alliance YouTube channel. If That's you the one you should search for. If you 50 bucks at Jubs and then the next night go back and spend 50 bucks at Jubs, you could just like stay home and drink and then give 50 bucks and then give 50 bucks the next night and just keep doing it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's all on GoFundMe. Keep Jubs alive. Keep Jubs alive. It was fun. I did step out to Jub Jubs on Saturday night. I got over there about six for the showing. Yeah, it was actually good to see you in public. Yes, it was good to be in public for a change. It it was a small group of um, loyal Mary Anarchists. Um, I I got to see good friends like Mark Ernest, Dan Steinmetz, Larry Uh, Cooper, Mike fucking Wrench. Um, Those are all great people. It it really was pretty fantastic seeing a lot of, uh, you know, the old faces and friends. And the projector was on the stage in the small bar room. Uh, So it was like watching bands on stage, especially if it was a band who had recorded themselves on a stage. And even a couple of bands like Vague Choir who recorded themselves on the Jubs bar stage. <laughs> it was, <laughs> was true. Like it was 4D. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I know they did that on Friday night too. Uh, I don't know what happened that night, but on Saturday night, uh, it was a lot of fun and a lot of love. And I can't imagine it was any different on Friday. So uh, shout out to everybody who showed up. It, it was yeah. good to see everybody. I'm sorry I was late and didn't get to see Kim. Oh, me too. That's a bummer. Yeah, just but it was keep... honestly, like, it was so fun. Like, it was almost like being in a real Mary Anarchy. It was a real Mary Anarchy. It no, was. I mean, it was a real Mary Anarchy <laughs> with, like, with live bands, you know, in real yeah. life instead of on a screen. But it was it was really fun. I'm glad we could make it happen once again. Um, mm. But... As I said at the close of the show, um, we're we're going to bed. Uh, we're hibernating, and we'll see you in May. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, but we and do hopefully by you. May we'll be able to have a live one. But if not, hey, we kind of know what we're doing with these <laughs> online events now. Yeah. It's really crazy. It's like it sucks we have to do this. Twenty twenty sucks, but. The two that we did this year made more money than any than other. Any other. <laughs> so, this has been a banner uh, year. People are desperate and home alone and just want to give their money to things. So next, Mary Anarchy, are we going to have the, the digital GoFundMe with it also? As we move forward in the future, I don't think we'll be leaving any of it behind. Shit, because like it was great to be able to yeah, just see. Regardless of how we do it. When I was like, I was like both the last two Mary Anarchies, I've just been like, oh, like a week and a half, two weeks, three weeks before it happens, I already made my donation. I'm just like, I, I'm already set. I'm already ready to go. I'd love to walk in the door, Jubs, already having made And my then donation. you can just sit home with a jar of Vaseline and enjoy yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and watch the video. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you guys. We we alluded this at the beginning of the show, but we should touch on it again. Um, this show is all about Nick. Nick! So, moving on from Mary Anarchy, which is a Nick <clears throat> thing, we're going to move to music, which is a Nick thing. And some of you may know, uh, Nick has just recorded and is releasing his first solo album, which I've already paid for a vinyl copy of. Uh, Ooh, Nick, I, Nick, I <laughs> paid for I'm a really vinyl. I'm really excited for that. I paid for a vinyl copy too. When do we get that? Um, they're ordered and the estimate is December, like mid-December right now. That's the estimate right now. That's a hell of a uh, Christmas present. The vinyls. The CDs will be in by the end of this month, hopefully. Do you have just a list yeah. of names? Like, that? do you know who we all are that gave money for it? Yeah, and I've sent everybody that um, 99% of you guys, like 49 of you, a digital copy of the whole album on one track. The link to that, right? I received that, absolutely. I did not. I'll have to look in my emails. Oh, I sent it to you because you responded back. You're like, Oh, Yay, did you send? Oh, yeah, you sent it in a Facebook message. I think I was on Ambien. Yeah, it's on message. Yeah, <laughs> on Messenger. <laughs> oh, cool, it'll be I brand sent new. You on to Messenger. You. Oh, I was on Ambien, so I read it, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a little medication, yeah, all right? <laughs> know your meds, doses, frequency, amounts. Like I said, the, the CDs will be coming in, and if you ordered a record and you want a CD. Just let me know and I'll get you a CD. And if, if you ordered a record and you said, I, I'm just donating for you, Nick. I don't have a record player. I have CDs for you. You can have one of those. Once it gets past the publishing stuff for like the Roger Miller and Daniel Johnson songs that I cover, once it gets past that, digital will be coming out soon too. Fuck so, yeah. And it's not my first album, Ray. I put one out in the, in the late 90s or yeah. early 2000s. Uh, yeah. I, and no, um, I, I realized that after that I said was, that. Because as yeah. we've talked about, you you uh, uh, gave uh, me tracks from that album on a CD when I left Nevada. So I'd have Sounds of Reno. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, was like a, it was more like an EP from FSC Records. Yeah. And that's back when it was a hell of a lot harder to make an album. Now, was this the FSU in the recording spot on in Sparks or in Reno? Dickerson. Ah, it was the Dickerson location. Gotcha. Yeah. Because FSU moved around a couple of times. Yeah. And I got Stacy Toll to come in and do um, a, one of my really good songs that I hardly ever do, uh, the Hanging Out, or I Remember These oh, Days. Oh, yeah. 
Like that That's one. That's such a good tune, dude. Yeah, I like that album. I'm going to repost that first album once this one gets dealt with. So like next year, I'll re-release my first one. Get that get shit on old. Spotify too. You know, get yourself get five cents a year. And you need to like know that when oh, I type yeah. Nick Ramirez, I get everything. Yeah, everything you might want. Like all the songs that you sing in the bar, you know. So there's a couple dozen people who want that. So it'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a couple dozen is more than half a dozen. So, yeah, that's, that's big time in Reno. Fuck yeah. Hey, speaking of dozen. that, thank you to the couple of dozen of you listening to this episode right now. We love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to give them something. What should we give one of Nick's songs? Yeah, let's do a song with right let's now. Start, let's start from the beginning, man. You want to just take it from the top? Are we going to play the yeah, album well, uh, largely look, in chronological yeah. or, or sequential order, I should say? I like that. I like that idea. So what's up first, Nick? This song's called Catastrophe. Well, this might be the end. Well, it was.
That's such a feel-good song, dude. Like, really, that always picks me up. But the lyrics, aren't the lyrics kind of like, 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 you better watch your shit or fucking people are going to hate you forever. Yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> um, it's, it's a little, it's passive aggressiveness is what it is. Uh, I, I know you're a little high and to the left. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a special show. I got extra high today. <laughs> but okay i'm a little bit high and to the left i i ran out of weed today so i broke into my stash of can of punch uh, uh liquid stuff for the first time mm. is it going oh, yeah, is it going just, great uh it's interesting um to approximate what i smoke in a normal day i'd probably need to like basically drink three quarters of the bottle uh <laughs> but it's nice like when I take a big enough dose, it finally hits me. But when I take the recommended dose, it's like, uh, what? God. <laughs> Marijuana addicts are often dangerous to handle. This is like me with whiskey. I would I would have like a thousand shots and be like, yeah, I'm fine. But the thousand and one, you'd fall over. I was very good at drinking until I couldn't stand up. Because you'd just go sleep in the back of your truck. But, and then drive home when you over right, it up halfway. The next day. Halfway. <laughs> And that was back. Oh, in the sometimes day. it was in the middle of the night. <laughs> we would never sleep in the cab of his truck. No. Because then they could accuse you of, of being intoxicated behind the wheel. Right. So you always slept in the bed of his truck with your hoodie up and your scarf around your face and your hands inside your sleeves because it was going to get bitch ass cold. <laughs> I'm pretending to be a homeless person sleeping inside my truck. Just in case. <laughs> it snowed on us a couple of times. And I would always bring a pillow in the back of my truck so that I could just. Is this, this like is how people pillow. drank before Lyft? Yes. And Uber? Yes. That is correct. Yeah. Because cabs were too expensive. Oh, fuck yes. that. I don't need to get And home. then you'd have to come back and get your car. And get in the my morning. car. That fuck was that. like, oh, yeah. pain in the ass. Fuck that. Yeah. So, yeah, just leave this it Yeah, the way cheap. And this is way cheaper than even renting a room at the Legacy at three in the morning, which was typically only like 35 bucks. And I don't know that for any good reason. For any good <laughs> I say good reason, yes. <laughs> it was a different time. Reno was a different town. It really was. Yeah. There was a different uh, um, modus operandi, I think they call it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. If I have a power failure, I have a toddler shoving a chair across the floor at dogs and my power supply. So uh, hang on just a moment while I address this technical issue. Well, while we're doing okay. that, Nick, were we going to hear another song from you? Yeah. Um, so like that last song was about like um, a passive aggressive relationship um, a couple times, either daydreaming or night dreaming. Sometimes you're hit. You better write that down and better grab that guitar and and write a song. You know, I wish it hit more often, <laughs> for sure. But when it does, it's pretty cool. And that was one of those kind of songs. And it's really simple, three quarters. You know, three chords here, three chords or the same three chords mixed the other way or something, and just kind of came together. You know. Um, you told me once that you would uh, jam on songs and you would just take three chords and make little words out of them and then mix the words up and make little anagrams. And that's how you came up with songs. Well, like <laughs> what what lines that sound good while you're, hum you're humming or singing to what you're playing, 
and you find a, a, a melody line or something, or the first line is, is a really good, strong one. And then you're like, okay, what else can kind of follow the same thing when you're writing the poetry part about it? And then you just come up with a number of them. You can come up with, you know, as many as you want. That's what I think Bob Dylan did. And he's like, well, they're all good. So I'm going to put them all in one song. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> that's fucking cr- that's a little crazy to me a little that, okay. bored because you really only need three or four verses at most I think for a song or it starts to get too long because you're going to have courses and you're going to have hopefully a bridge or something so like you write you know those four poems and then you pick out well this one sounds smart to start with of course and then secondly this would happen oh okay that fits there and so on and so on you know Ah, okay. so you're done. So, and then uh, double up at the end. That I mean, this my songwriting <laughs> formula is just the old basics. Yeah. Okay, so that was cool, but I th- um I misrepresented what I was trying to say. Like this is about chord progression. You like like oh yeah, take D E F and then like throw it back as F E D, yeah. and then it's Death Fed, and that's how you remember the song. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> It's like those are the little words I, I meant you'd make. Uh, and you, you said, I don't always try to make a vowel, but some of them you have to like make up a vowel, like when you don't use the A or the E. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. If you make words out of it, that helps. But you can just. Yeah. You were coaching me on, on, on something about songwriting outside the Foxy. And we were possibly uh, drinking or smoking marijuana, I want to say. Possibly. <gasps> Yeah. No. You mean like like every time? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I've never talked not, to you guys where that wasn't happening. Not doing that is a new thing. That would be right? weird. You know? I don't think I can have yeah. that. <laughs> so Nick, what's song oh, two? Oh god. Song two is Roses. And uh this one is 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 one that I wrote after Marianne had passed and I was in a real rough spot and uh and my friend Jess Blaze too is really a, a, a is kind of about her too. Like it ended up being friend about her. of the show. Uh, who both who Jess Blaze is up in heaven too. So it's just a love song, you know. But it but it's, it's also just, about uh, like like so it's after like it so this is a year after a serious loss. Yeah, this is probably a year after. It seems to be one of the people's favorite song so far on the new album. So I hope you guys like it. Here's Roses off of This Might Be The End by Nick Ramirez. Chords that I play all the 
doubt it see it's all up to me they say that the misery loves company needing you more than i'd care to ignore if i make it back i'll see you on the shore and when i come to i'll come running to You have to play that acoustic at my funeral, and and Zach Ryan has to play um, brown box acoustic at my funeral too. So I just want to be on record. I called first. I will bring a brown box to your funeral. I don't want to go. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Nick. I already called. You're outliving me. So there. Outlive us all. No, I don't want to go to everybody else's funeral and then die alone. (laughs) That would just blow. I cannot wait to go to Rick's funeral. I'm going to outlast uh, that motherfucker. Fuck, thank you. I'm thank in a, you. I'm in a war to outlive Rick. Yeah, like, not my wife, not, like, my sister. No, Rick's fucking Spagnola. Well, at least we're evenly stacked. <laughs> Women always die later. Well, you're older than me, so if I live longer so than true. you, then I'm healthier, motherfucker. Right, right. <laughs> right. Even though Makes you sense. you eat better, you don't drink or smoke pot anymore, <laughs> and you exercise more regularly than I do. So, uh, but hey, I'm in the lost weight during the quarantine and crowd. I, and so. I am not. <laughs> I'm in the every I day. I every day I work out. Your voice is in my head saying, "Harder, harder, motherfucker! You're not good enough." <laughs> That's so awesome. Why isn't your voice in my head telling me that? Uh, my voice, the voice in my head, is just like, "You need more ice cream. You need another bowl of ice cream." That last one. Well, you were enough. my co- you uh, were my coach. I wasn't your coach. But I also made you drink more and eat ice cream. So. Yeah, you were my liver coach and my <laughs> lactose intolerance coach. And like, because that's like a threshold thing. If we hadn't eaten so much ice cream, I could probably still eat cheese without having to take a lactate. Oh, fuck. So wait, I should Your be blaming you for something. Right. <laughs> not, it's not all good. It's not I all blame good. you for teaching me how to work out. <laughs> Because now I have to do it or I feel bad. It's the only way I know how to be happy is by regularly having physical activity in my life. Uh, that's yeah. like good, I think. No, dude, the day... The I think I, that's what doctors recommend and shit. I go on a bike ride in the morning and the rest of the day, nothing can touch me. I'm so happy. Uh, dude, I go for walks at 10 and 3 and it's perfect. Fuck, this fixes everything. 
So yeah, yeah. I tried that the other day. I took the dog out. This is the worst little work or worst little podcast workout plan, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I realized what we were doing today. Worst little workout. Yeah, worst little workout. Uh, Take a couple hits of pot and then get on your bike, (laughs) bike two miles, come home, take three shots, and then do forty-five push-ups, sixty-five crunches, and pass out in the back of your truck. (laughs) (laughs) Rick and I lived like that for years. years. I had to tap out. That's why I'm sober. Very I had children and basically tapped out. Yeah. So Nick, what's the next song? Um, it, it's called Roll. And it's a lullaby. I'm glad Cadillac Kim's here and gets to hear it because it's a sweet little song. And it's one you, you guys probably don't know. I've been kind of sitting on it. I hardly ever play it. Hardly ever. We listened to it in my car. This was a sweet little surprise. Like... This whole CD is a bunch of double takes and other sides of you and your songs that your regular fans who know you and love you. This is a little different. This is a little something special and extra. Do you want to say anything about Roll and what it's about and stuff? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. It's all in the words. And it's like it's like something I would tell my child, <laughs> except for the part where Rick made it the only <laughs> song I had to put a parental advisory on. So Nick, in, uh, in the live wait, version, in the live version, Nick like uh, threw the f word in in one spot just to be funny, and I, I got so used to it, I loved it. I was like, we gotta fucking keep that in. So I kept the fucking him saying the f word. Uh, so look out for that. Is yeah, this the one song on the album that has to have explicit on it when yeah, it goes on? But the, it's just because of me. The internet. Nick didn't want it. I was like, yeah. I fucking love that. Yeah. I love that you said. Fucking that! <laughs> I would have got I would have got by the censors, but Rick kept me fucking real straight. If it's ever on the radio, yeah. super easy to take out. So there you go. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so this is roll. Do you ever get the feeling like something ain't right? Your head is through the ceiling Cause your shoes are too tight And reaching for the cup That's never full enough And it's all over you now It's never been this rough Where you feel like giving up The cards are laying you down But you go on and on and on On you gotta roll And maybe things are more grand When you live over there A stranger in a strange land But still you're nowhere And you go from town to town And you keep looking around You're only schooling yourself Soothing all the sounds If you feel like getting down It's only good for your health It's fucking good for your health You gotta roll, roll, roll with it There's a long way to go You roll, roll, roll with it There's a long way to go Let's go
but he's laughing It only hurts for a while Then it gets too much And you feel out of touch Like life is wearing you thin You wanna scream and cuss Or you dirty such and such But you're still wearing a grin Wearing a grin I won't have to take my Ambien now. That's such a great song. I'm going to go to sleep right now. Like, I'd want to play it for Bobby, but right now he's running around the house with his drumsticks, chasing the dogs and banging them together and hitting the ground to scare them. Yeah, that song's not going to (laughs) work. Oh, no. We know he's ready for bed when he gets all wild and crazy like this. When he's in a good mood and he, he just wants to, like, chill and, like, watch TV and, like, hold your hand and cuddle. But when he's tired, he just like turns into this energy monster. So that's the huffing and puffing and giggling you hear in the background. <laughs> no, dude. And the, so it's great having a toddler and little dogs because he herds them like a border collie, but they're a lot smarter than him. <laughs> it's all about Nick today. Uh, Nick, you've got a T minus. What's our T minus? How many months do we have? How many weeks do we have until well, the next well, Ramirez? By the time our listeners hear this, uh, and tomorrow for you folks uh, in the room, um, 25 weeks tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, like, uh, so we full have, on past the halfway yeah, point. There's 15 weeks left Shoot. after that. So, yeah, less than four months. So, three months in three weeks or something. Damn. <laughs> That's so exciting. You know. That's yeah. pretty amazing. I'm uh, excited, I, yeah. And she's Big kicking around in there. You and Mikey. Yeah. Mikey's awesome. Amazing. And Paulie. And Paulie. <laughs> Pauline. Pauline, yeah. I know. But. Yeah. You have to meet her first before you can call her Paulie. Right, right. No, I don't know her. She has to tell me what her nickname. Maybe it's Polly. What if she doesn't like crackers? Yeah, we'll find out later. Yeah. 
I'm going to give her crackers every year for her birthday. <laughs> Uncle Rory's the best. He gets, it might be cheap, but it's consistent. <laughs> Better than That's... the cardboard box it came in. Right. Which was not always the case back, you know, in the days of <laughs> World War II. People ate cardboard boxes. Oh, yeah. And old in the shoes. Depression, they ate, car- they would wear potato sacks and eat cardboard boxes because they were more nutritious than the cereal inside and warmer than the clothes. I would just like to point out historically, in 1893 at the World's Fair in Chicago, they put out for the very first time shredded wheat biscuits for breakfast cereal. Somebody there said, these are terrible. It's like eating a ground up doormat. So, so, so I think they might have eaten ground up doormats. They know what that tasted like. Right. Oh, God. I'm with you, Nick. Uh, How did we get here? I don't know. I don't know. know. Should we have another song? uh, Rick and I are full of useless facts. Useless, useless facts. They ate doormats and then they got on the first Ferris wheel. Okay, so Nick. And, and, and cardboard was better than cornflakes. Yes. Uh, what, would, what would Kevin Smith give that conversation from a scale from one to ten? Ten! Hey! Uh, thank you, Kevin. Hey. Kevin thinks we're goddamn entertaining. Kevin, Kevin, how long would you like us to keep talking about this? Ten years, man. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's good, but... Um, I can't say um, enough good stuff about you, buddy, but I think you're wrong on this one. Um, so the next song, what's the next song, Nick? The next yeah, song, you guys. It's very self-explanatory, and I got to give my neighbor Craig Smyers, who lives on the fifth floor with me here at the Artist Loss. He I love gave me Craig. A, he gave me a poem, and I love the poem. Goddamn right. I had to change it around and add some words and do a little tweaking to it. And what you get is a song that a lot of people love, and it works really well at bars. I'm a drunk. Hey, cashier, two nickels for a dime. I've spent all my tokes on gin and lime. It's two more nickels for the slots It's two more chances to buy the shots I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk Bars and lines on the wheel of the bandit But no bars hit my line and you know I Told you better. 
Cause under neon lights there's a bitter cold wind And in my black and whites you know where I've been again Sold my soul to the casino Alone and down and out in Reno I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk I'm a drunk, I'm a drunk. God damn, I love that song. I am so happy to be able to have a copy of that song to listen to at my own leisure. That's a 10-year-old fucking song, isn't it? That was that's definitely uh, that's older a, than this podcast. That's pretty well, yeah, it's probably 11. Yeah, that's 15? <laughs> yeah. It could be 15 years old. Oh, way back. Man. That's that's uh, one of two with lyrics from Craig, correct? Uh, no, uh, I, no. But the sequel I wrote about Craig. Uh, it's, oh, I, the hematoma. The hematoma, uh, yeah. The right, astronaut yeah. song, yeah. Right. I, I've always, I, they belong together. Because yeah, there's the, the I'm a drunk song. And the sequel is hematoma about falling down because you were drunk and getting a hematoma. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was true uh, at Br- Bruga Theater in the basement. The Merman, I think. Yeah. Mm. And, and uh, Craig fell down and uh, did hematoma, which I'm saving for my next album. He was dancing album. and he fell down. <laughs> yeah. 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 That classic. <laughs> so there's a follow-up album planned. Uh, all the stuff that's left over, and I got to write new songs. <laughs> and Rory, as long as we don't die, there's going to be more albums for all of us. Well, right, and maybe someday I'll yeah. be talented enough as a musician to play on one of Nick's Fuck albums. Yeah, you're the only one who wasn't on the last song in the room. I I know. I I'm so uh, bad. I will regret that to the end of my days, and I will totally not blame it on any of my children and their behavior that evening. Hi, my name is Riku. Who she killed it at Mary Anarchy. She was great. Hey, let's bring Riku on the mic here for a second. Hey, I know what the Chinese middle finger is. Say hi to everybody. Oh, it's real Riku. Hi, Riku. (laughs) It's real Riku. Hi. (laughs) Riku. How is everybody? Fucking great. (laughs) Good. How was uh, we? I just want to say thank you for doing uh, Mary Anarchy for your dad when he passed out. That was awesome. (laughs) No problem. I had a lot of fun with it. (laughs) Covered it well. What what does Jub Jub say, Riku? Fuck your day. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So how's school going? Pretty good. I Dad told me I have no unexcused absences and straight A's today, as of today. (laughs) What the fuck? Are you serious? That's good. How did that happen? You were so you were uh, in so much trouble this before. This hasn't happened in three years. I know you were constantly in trouble. Oh, it just took a, a worldwide pandemic to get Riku to get her shit together. 
<laughs> I'm still constantly in trouble, though. So. Oh, good. She's her mother's child. I think that's a bad thing. No, it's great. Can be great. Trust Can be me. Great. I love your mom. She's great. So, Riku, you like you got to hear my album. What'd you think? I really liked it. I I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> um, do you, you know the song Mary Anarchy, right? I think so. I think she knows the one. Anyway, see if you know this one, Riku. And let's hear Mary Anarchy. If I was to tell you that I was an astronaut Would you come with me on my rocket ship? And if you said hell yeah and that you wanna come I'd let you sit shotgun with me on our trip If I was to tell you that I was an Eskimo Would you come with me to my cool
I was to tell you that I wasn't anyone Would you come with me? I've nowhere to go And if you said hell yeah And that you wanna come Wanna come I'd ask you to marry me, then take you home. Then take you home. Sometimes it's hard to feel like a real human being. Sometimes it's hard to say all the things you need to me. Again, I will regret for the rest of my life not being able to come by that night and help record that tune. Yeah, we missed you, Rev. You can hear uh, Chewbacca. But I'll enjoy you. Yeah, you can. Mm. Uh, honestly, Nick, it, it is both one of the greatest love songs ever written and an iconic Reno anthem. Amen. My goodness, you kind of created a monster. Uh, a beautiful, beautiful monster. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, judging by crowd responses, your musicality and sing-alongness of the song is top-notch. It's a really well-written and fantastic song. Like, it's a, it's a definite high watermark. Nick couldn't even play drums to his own song. It was really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this discussion with Rory too. Uh, where yes. it's not in sixes. It's not six eight. Time. You wrote a fucking waltz. Oh, we fucked it's with fun. it and fucked with it, but it's hard <laughs> to get the. It doesn't always line all, up right. All you have to do is one two three. If you go one two three one two three one two three, that is a waltz, right? I guess. Yes. Well, so yeah, is, that so is, is six, the eight. basic goddamn definition. Six eight is also <laughs> a waltz, but it was it was weird when you tried to do it in six eight. We were both so confused and just like so lost. And I and then and yeah, just broke it down and it was way better. Have we mentioned that Nick plays almost everything on the album? All the all the drums. No, we wow. haven't even gotten all the into bass. that part. Oh yeah, Nick multi-tracked this whole yes. goddamn album. So it's all. <laughs> there's only a few people that came in and did some extra stuff. Let, let's right. give some guest performance shout-outs, Nick. Okay, uh, uh, Roses. Ro Spike from One Ton Dooley. Spike Ritchie uh, did the guitar solo with the high at the end. And it just crushes uh, it. Then, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, he did he did some crunchy guitars for me too on the on the heavy parts um like we doubled his with my guitars and that made it better um yeah give me some some of that spike you know balls some and, uh, dually magic dually balls. balls and then um, <laughs> in the next in the next song I need like ice cream truck music and John 
from Roxy Colley plays keyboards. So he came in or actually we sent, I sent him the songs and he came in with stuff for that with stuff for certain songs and, um, ESP and, and, um, Apollo one, one. I was going to say, he does a very critical part of the, this current recording of Apollo one, one that I fucking adore. And we'll get to that later. We'll get to that part later. That's that's the closer. That's a really, that's a really strong recording that like, it's really strong. And I, you know, I loved it. It was my favorite astronaut song. Uh, back in the days of of the astronaut trio rock band, I've had one other person tell ah, me that was good, their favorite. It was fucking Flanders, a. and Flanders he's is a kind huge of a music, music snob. snob. So I was like, oh, you like? <laughs> like I like. He's like, I like that one, the, the Apollo one, one. That's the one I like. <laughs> hey guys. Well, he liked one of my songs. Cool. Hey Kim. Hey, I'm gonna peace out, but. Uh, Kim's heading to Ambient Land. I am headed to Ambient Land. (laughs) My five o'clock in the morning is coming really fast. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you on that five a.m. wake up. Yep. sister. So far, like I love the album, and I can't wait to get my vinyl copy. Yeah. Thank you for letting me be a tiny part of it. Oh, two songs. I realized. Yeah, the last (laughs) last two songs you were on. Yeah. That cool. I'm so glad you guys got to do it. Thanks for taking the time. Hell yeah, and, dude. Uh, everything that was really cool. And Kim, and I love, it, it was really special seeing you last night at Mary Anarchy. I love you. Um, we couldn't do any of this nonsense without you. Oh, so th- thanks for being. No, you were gone for a bunch of months. So anytime I, I get to be on a show with you, I miss you. Oh, <laughs> did you, I miss you guys. Did, did you see Six Sundays uh, set? On the Mary Anarchy? I did. I watched it at home. Yeah. And, I was and like, it was from the flea market. Woo! Yeah, I, I, that. I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. But Mary Anarchy was rad, and you guys are rad, and I miss you, and I love you all. Love you, Kim. Love you, too. Bye. Later, sister. While we're doling out credit, we should also mention that one song wasn't recorded here. That's true. The uh, I'm a Drunk, we start that with Quentin Bunk, who deserves hella credit for that Ooh, song. Ooh, that was and Quentin. Yes, yes. Yeah, and he, he sings I, uh, some of the backups with me, too. I remember early in the pandemic, uh, Quentin was reaching out to a lot of people to uh, come in and record with him. And uh, you had yeah. mentioned doing something with that. So, oh, that's really exciting, man. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah, I was supposed to be on a compilation album of, of his, but then that got nixed with the uh, with the pandemic. And yeah. um, he, he said, Nick, you can do whatever you want with it. And I was like, cool. Here you I'm go. Gonna it, I'm going to go... <laughs> Make an album. I already have this song made, so that's good. Yeah, you know? for one one song, first song, next song. <laughs> yeah, let's let's see how many songs we can get. You know, I mean, not that I had like lack of trying. I just wanted to make an interesting record that had that, like you said, was like sides of me you might not know. You know, yeah. Stuff like yeah, that. I mean, and some of the like all of this is songs that, frankly, anybody who's a Nick fan has heard before in and even in different versions. But oh, yeah, and even uh, even if you're not a Nick fan, you probably heard him. You're like, ah, oh, this guy at the <laughs> fucking bar again. Yeah, uh, you, you said something in a conversation a couple weeks ago that th- this album is kind of like uh, some of the versions of these songs are open mic Nick. Um, as opposed to maybe previous more uh, produced or or well, yeah, Mary Anarchy but- in particular, there's 
there's the old version and they still play that on the X all the time. And I love it. And it yeah. sounds a little, a little more piratey and, you know, like old timey. And I sing in the lower register. If I was oh, to I tell you. Right? Yeah. And so, and not really true to form. I still wanted to hear my nasally fucking mouse voice do it. So, um, Nick, Nick, the guy, the way sounds, Nick, the, the showman. <laughs> yeah. The way it sounds at the bar, you know, that's how that happened there. I and, love uh, open mic, Nick, open mic. Nick's my best friend who I started a podcast with. <laughs> yeah. Band Nick, band Nick is the, the bright light that the moth of me was attracted to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but open mic Nick is the dude I know. I, I, like it's a weird analogy, but I think a lot of people who know you would probably agree. Sure, but we hosted open mic forever, man. Uh, me, you, and I remember Scafidi did it for a year. I would uh, Scafidi really kind of started that, and then we did all the like Stanglin was a host, and Larry Cooper when we were at Jub Jubs, and. Oh, I mean, God, there are so many great people who were a part of the hosting duties. Uh, yeah. Rob Segway for a while. Uh, a lot of really entertaining. Randy Vupa. Vupa was one of the hosts. Like, we had entertaining people over the years, for sure. Yeah. And even going back to the Blue Lamp with um, Rob Ron, Mike over there. That was Stacy. And then even and farther back, the Met, where Stacy, so like, if you're not a fan of me, you can blame gunshot liquor for that. Like they, <laughs> they put a fire under our asses. I mean, really that band is so stellar in Reno. A lot of people are stubborn and stick to it. And I don't, I don't do this for anyone else, but me, you know, really what could stop you if that's your uh, goal or whatever, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, that's uh, is stopping your goal is growing your goal. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you just got sick of it, um, but for me, I never get sick of it. I can escape my own musical bullshit all the time with my friends, but I live with a rock star. So like <laughs> I get to see <laughs> the subtitles and the shames and just be a fan, you know, a little fanboy because my wife rocks and I don't know. I just have a really cool life <laughs> and, and Reno's totally been supportive whole time and so this album is also a love letter to you reno i love you and this is the best i could do <laughs> i love you, I love you. Your, your best is better than most what's the next song what is the rick? next song rick um let me think if only After i had Mary like Art if only i had some kind of extrasensory perception to figure out what the next song was going to be mm. oh I would think ESP would be a good song. ESP. This is one <laughs> that I had heard before. You had, we had done a version of this and we, we kind of cleaned it up and I fell in love with the song and I realized after listening to it a bunch of times that it was Mikey's backups. I don't think we've mentioned all the female backups on this album are your beloved Oh yeah, Mikey. thank you. I, well, I knew there was another shout out that needed to happen here. Speaking of the shames and Mikey, yeah, she totally did a, a lot of backups on a bunch of the songs. I can't even, most over half or more. Yeah. But this one, the ones that have this was a good song. But Mikey's backups on it for some reason made me fucking love the song so much. I love it too. Here's ESP.
special place to hide What have I to do? I'm holding it all out for you And if we grew through each other's lives And we drew on another space in time Then who knew your love could get so high What have I I'm holding it all out for you Yeah, what if I say It's always so hard The times when you're far away When you're far away You're so far away song is so good um i i mean like i write a little hundred word biased review on it like i used to um it's really strong though dude it, it's like a weird little somewhere between uh nirvana and the vaselines uh it, it speaks to your oh. roots and and your musical um pedigree and i really enjoy it so much it's very thoughtful <laughs> You made it move, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> nah, really. That's like You're that's a secret. Thank you. <laughs> that's a secret, Nick. Uh, uh, fave. Um, again, you write feel-good songs, man. Oh, God. I know. I like love songs. Is what you like sing-alongs and love songs and things in major chords that people can dig and rock and groove to, and maybe like want to go home and have sex to later. Or not sex to the music, but like, you know, 
the feeling. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I like playing punk rock. Um, but I, for some reason, I, I mean, just like on my acoustic guitar, I just write, um, you know, love songs. That's the bulk of what I do. So I roll with it because, what? yeah, you know, it's fun and you got, you seem to like it. So that's cool. Well, you know, uh, you know, it's your advice to me on the Dooley side is, hey, let's make that less jazzy. <laughs> let's say less, less of a show tune and more of a rock and roll tune whereas uh yourself I, it seems like you have to uh make it less of a love song and more of a punk rock and bobby sorry bobby is screaming my name I, did you hear that <laughs> yeah yeah oh, kids they're wonderful I can't wait till we make Pauline say terrible things on the microphone. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be so great. <laughs> we will too. Yeah. <laughs> well, we uh, and Bobby, you know, Bobby's only uh, like maybe another year away from being able to like say letters of the alphabet that you spell out for him. <laughs> Uncle Rick. <laughs> well, fire truck's so awesome because all kids like fire trucks and it's easy to get them to say fire truck. And, <laughs> Bobby's a, a big one. fan of cars So I don't think the word truck's going to be far behind <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my life is so awesome <sighs> You have all so these much, children to corrupt <laughs> So much to look forward to With the worst little podcast <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness um, are, are we You know we're, we uh, What's are the name the of this album song. What's this the name of this album it, Is this, this the end Nick <laughs> Oh this, this might, might be, the, be end. the end You guys yeah. This might be It's like end they might the be show. giants This might be the end This might be the end of the show Bobby can you come out Oh damn it He <laughs> just comes over and yells at me Daddy and runs away <laughs> But Nick, the last song—it's like it—it sounds a little darker, but it's kind of triumphant. Uh, yeah. So the last one is a combination: Black Sabbath meets the Right Stuff. Not the new one, the old. Oh, 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 the Right Stuff. Different Right yeah, not, Stuff. Not different Right Stuff. I mean, the movie oh. about the astronauts oh, the, with yes. Sam Shepard, the writer of Tooth of Crime and the writer of the Right Stuff. Correct. Yes, he plays uh, Chuck <laughs> Yeager in that one. He yeah. does. Great flick. Long, but worth it. So good. The Sam first... Shepard, one of the greatest damn American playwrights uh, that there is. And we were in one of his shows. Yeah, that's true. Tooth of Crime. But I love you, Rory. We do a lot of cool shit together. This, though, as a fan, dude, this is also... One of my favorite songs, subjects. This is sludge when you do it with a band. And when you do it with yourself, it is just very powerful and very emotional. We threw everything mm. in this. We had Joe, John Cornell came over and did fucking, uh, and just sat yeah. down with my keyboard. And we found this weird setting on the keyboard that I have never used because it always seemed useless. And, and John did a fucking solo with it. And so the it's and like it's just yeah, theremin so. thing. <laughs> it's so bizarre. I don't even know how he made it do something that was solo worthy, but it was amazing. John's a pretty yeah. gifted musician. He really, really is. The sound is so weird that comes out of that keyboard that I was always like, he said, Do you have anything really weird? And I said, Oh yeah, here's one that I could never use on anything because it's so bizarre. And that's what we ended up using. So. And this one's also dope because Spike is helping me with the 
with the Black Sabbath part, you know, like we're both playing. Yeah. So this uh, has a little bit electric. of all of your bands, all of your current bands. Uh, yeah. As a piece of Roxy and a piece of One Ton, for okay. sure. Yeah. Uh, Mike, I don't, I don't think Mikey's singing backgrounds on ah. this one, is she? No, I think you did. She it. might be. I think you did it on yourself. I did myself. On yeah. Backgrounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one was fun, and and and. I just love space and, and astronauts and all that stuff. And it, that's obvious. And I wrote a song about it quite a while ago. And uh, I know that I'm ripping off Black Sabbath, so you don't have to tell me, people. Yeah. Uh, you know, dude, I know I never would have thought of this as a Black Sabbath ripoff. This is a space rock song. Like yeah, I it, actually, I associate it more with like part, Bowie. You know, yeah, I was than, gonna say and I, Sabbath. I thought of like you were ripping off David Bowie, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Like, uh, <laughs> so don't tell Nick that either because he knows. Um, do you guys remember Peter Schilling and uh, oh, Major fuck Adams? yeah, dude! I still yeah. have yeah. the forty-five. I was for that. just thinking of that as well. I still so have you, the forty-five. He ripped off Bowie before oh, I did. Oh, big so. time. And it was a huge hit. And, no, and everybody was ready for not, more. Okay. It's not ripping off. It's inspiration. So I was inspired by all that <laughs> shit and, and created a, a pretty cool ending to the album, I think. Um, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a discombobulated but great fun and intimate version of the worst little podcast in the world. I love my brother Nick Ramirez and I think his album is some really smart stuff. Congratulations and kudos. Concudulations. Uh, to Ooh. both Nick and Rick here. It, it moved uh, this again. This is a great achievement. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys so much. Uh, for the worst little podcast, for Nick, Rick, uh, Chewy, Kim, Ian, and all of the ghosts of the past interns and semi-hosts, I am the Reverend Rory Dowd telling you you're a bunch of beautiful, beautiful people out there. Life is short and we love you. Rest in peace, Mitch. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass.
little rat piss for good luck. Ah, oh, Studios! Ah! Oh, God! Oh, please just go away. Just leave me alone. You call this a studio? 